Hi, my name is David Elstein, and this is the American Board of Orthopedic Surgery podcast. Each episode is designed to help busy orthopedic surgeons learn more about the ABUS and board certification. Last year, the ABUS launched a resident advisory panel. Four outstanding residents were chosen to help provide guidance to the ABUS Graduate Medical Education and Communications Committee. On this episode, we have all four of them. We have Dr. Matt Booth of Washington University, Dr. Alex Gu of George Washington University, Dr. Eric Fritz of the University of Minnesota, and Dr. Maddie Lyons of Loyola University. So hi, panelists. Welcome to the podcast. Glad to be here. Hey, David. Hi, David. Hey, so Thanks for you know, having us. you're welcome. So I'm going to ask you know, each of you, so why did you decide to apply to be part of the panel? I'll start with uh, Dr. Lyons. Um, I was excited by the opportunity to work with um, the board and kind of bridge the gap between, you know, residency and uh, board certification. I think it's something that we hear a lot about and it's a big black box that we don't know a lot about until you're going through the process yourself. So um, the opportunity to kind of uh, help uh, integrate some of the um, uh, knowledge and processes earlier in residency was exciting to me and to get to work with this uh, very cool group of people. Great. And Dr. Fritz, what about you? My goal with joining the ABOS residency advisory panel was that I wanted to uh, meet other residents from other programs and other attending surgeons from other programs who were involved with this organization. Uh, I consider it a really important organization because its role is not to serve surgeons, but it serves the interests of the public and protecting the public. So um, to me, I think that's a really important value and uh, I wanted to be a part of that. Great. Dr. Gu? Yeah, I mean, I really wanted to get in on the ground, you know, level, really trying to combine and, and really bridge the gap between residents and attendings and really try to get engagement early on, especially not only among interns, PGY2s, but also try to engage uh, incoming residents as well. Because I think that, you know, similar to what Maddie said, you don't really know about the ABOS until about fourth year, fifth year when you're trying to apply for your boards. Okay. And Dr. Booth? I think one of the main reasons that I wanted to join this group was uh, I'm really interested in resident education and I put a lot into good quality education uh, and creating the best orthopedic surgeons we can. And what I found with the ABOS, it was again, that black box. We take this big test at the end, everybody studies hard for it. Uh, but I found being on this committee has really demystified that for me. And um, that's really why I wanted to be part of it. Excellent. So you've been part of the group, you know, for about seven months. What have each of you liked about it so far? Start with Dr. Fritz. Um, I've liked the uh, opportunity to meet so many outstanding people and uh, really learn about the process of how this works. Um, I've also liked that by acquiring that knowledge, I've been able to um, be a messenger of that knowledge for uh, my co-residents uh, within my own residency program. Dr. Gu? I agree. I mean, I think it's interesting to learn the process about how the certification process works. But I think, you know, it's taken about six months, seven months for us to get uh, on board with the whole process. But now we can finally start seeing where we can take uh, the certification process. Where are the cracks and where are the holes and how we can try to bridge everything? Great. And Dr. Booth? Yeah, it's been really nice to get to know uh, other fellow residents from other um, uh, places. It's also real nice to be kind of part of that, like, like Alex said, is 
being part of that fix and being part of that next step and that next wave to be able to make better orthopedic surgeons. Um, it's been nice to uh, meet a lot of the uh, folks from around the U.S. that are part of the ABOS and hear their perspective and how much time they put into uh, this test that uh, we fear so much at times. And Dr. Lyons. Echoing what everyone else has said, it's been wonderful to meet everyone else that's involved in this process. And we had the opportunity to meet in person at the um, Academy meeting this uh, past fall, which was great. And uh, it's, uh, it's been nice to learn about, um, you know, what, what exists in the board besides the part one, which is, you know, on the forefront of residents' minds um, and what, what being uh, board certified means for the rest of your life. Great. So next question, I'll start with uh, Dr. Gu. What do you hope to accomplish during your remaining you know, about 17 months or so on the panel? You know, we were actually just talking about this during our, our meeting today. And one of the big projects that we have going forward is really trying to, to bridge the score you get on the OIT and trying to provide a meaning behind the number. Since the whole purpose of the OIT largely is to, to ensure that you're on the track power passing your boards, and it's a project that, you know, I, I speak for, I think all of us that we're very excited about trying to make it so that we know where the resident perspective is and trying to uh, bridge that, that information gap. Great. Uh, Dr. Booth? I think it'd be nice uh, for me to be able to uh, really spread what the ABOS does um, from an organizational uh, standpoint. I think uh, it helps really understand uh, as a resident, these other organizations that help bring us up to be orthopedic surgeons and the ABOS specifically uh, and what they uh, put into it. I was uh, really taken aback how much effort and how much thought is put behind your organization. Uh, and I think that has uh, really, uh, really shown to me how much you guys care and how much uh, you guys want us to be the best we can be. Excellent. Uh, Dr. Lyons? Um, I don't have much to add besides what's already been addressed, but, um, you know, we're looking forward to bringing on some new members um, in the in the coming months um, and growing this uh, this panel and these uh, projects even larger as we learn what resources we have available to us. Um, so I'm excited to see where that will take us. And Dr. Fritz. Yeah, I just want to echo everything that everyone else has said. Um, I'm looking forward to us uh, working on our main project and you know, I'm also hoping that as the inaugural class of the resident advisory panel, we can ourselves be a good model for the future resident advisory panel classes going forward. And that's a perfect segue. You didn't see the questions, but my next question, why should residents consider applying for the panel? And I'll start with Dr. Uh, Booth on that one. Sure. I think anybody who's interested in, uh, resident education or interested in really giving back to the uh, field of orthopedics, I think it's really important to see where it comes from. And so uh, I know a lot of their, a lot of interests uh, rely in a lot of areas in research and in surgery, uh, et cetera. But I think this portion of orthopedics is really our culture. And uh, I find that it's nice to be part of that and help build that culture. Okay. Excellent. Dr. Lyons. Um, I would encourage people to apply and be a part of this panel because it's an excellent opportunity to meet, um, you know, other residents that are interested in, in um, uh, being involved and in, um, 
the future of our specialty and our certification process um, and to meet some of the um, outstanding faculty uh, and others who are involved in that process as well. Dr. Fritz? I would encourage residents to get involved because of the purpose of the ABOS, the ability for our profession, orthopedic surgeons, to self-regulate ourselves. This ability gives us autonomy within society. If we aren't able to self-regulate ourselves, then someone else has to regulate us, such as government institutions or whatever. So um, the fact that this is the organization that does that and protects the public um, gives us legitimacy in the eyes uh, outside of orthopedic surgery. So by joining the ABOS and working with the ABOS, residents have the opportunity to help control their own destiny in that sense. Okay. And Dr. Gu. I think it's a great way to, to get involved in the process. You know, ultimately this comes down to reg education, which at its crux is really the future of the specialty. And so being able to not only help regulate, but to guide the future generation of orthopedic surgeons is an experience that it's pretty hard to pass up. Great. So our final question, what can the ABUS do to help you during your residency and the early stages of your career? So I'll start with Dr. Lyons. I think there's a lot of misinformation about the board process overall. And I think um, a lot of people are working to, um, to kind of dispel some of those um, uh, misconceptions and make sure that residents feel prepared uh, for the board certification process when they finish residency. Um, and I think uh, similarly, the knowledge, skills and behavior program that's been rolling out across the country um, has had a big influence on, um, you know, allowing attendings and residents to get real-time feedback that's helpful for their development as, as um, orthopedic surgeons. Um, so it's just, it's, uh, it's nice to see the intersection of all of those things come together um, for residents. Fantastic. Dr. Fritz? So I would agree with that sentiment. I think the ABOS has a number of things that they're already doing that have helped me, and um, I think they can help other residents too. So the PGY1 skills module that is on the ABOS's website has uh, good videos for surgical skills, which is helpful. Um, the second thing, as Maddie said, is the knowledge, skills, and behavior assessment that I've been using uh, during my time in residency, which has helped me get good feedback from my attendings in a structured fashion to help me improve my own surgical skills. And then lastly, uh, the ABOS is very helpful by um, uh, in the way that it disseminates information to residents uh, such that we can learn the process of how it works. Uh, I've been listening, David, to your podcast and just listening to the process of how board certification works with parts one and two and then maintenance of certification afterwards helps me to understand the steps I need to take uh, to be an orthopedic surgeon after residency. And I think that um, understanding that process uh, really helps me have clarity going forward and helps me uh, understand how I need to run my own clinical practice uh, in preparation for um, uh, certification and maintenance of certification. Fantastic. Dr. Gu? I think the ABOS has a lot of cool initiatives and honestly very you know, unique and beneficial initiatives in play right now. I think really just rolling them out, everything from the KSB to the developmental talks of trying just to demystify 
the whole board process to even the 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 workings of the you know skill modules to really promote that so that people or the younger generation is not only aware but so that they can utilize the the uh, tools properly. And Dr. Booth, you have the last word. All right. Well, I'm excited because my party or my department or my uh, residency is about to be part of the KSB, the knowledge, skills and behavior section. So I'm excited to be able to help add that to my portion of residency to help focus some of that that uh, feedback. So it doesn't say, hey, great job on rotation. Read more. So I'm excited for that. Um, I'm also uh, really uh other, other things that you guys provide real well is there's an e-newsletter that's been really helpful. You know, it's sent out and uh, it provides good information. And one of the things is uh, uh, being in the Air Force is uh, organization is the key to air power. So in orthopedics, being organized through your training and understanding where you need to get is sometimes a big part of the battle. And so I really appreciate what the, what the ABOS has done recently to help uh, clarify what we have to do in part one and part two and have that out earlier as uh, now even my PY1s here are uh, understanding kind of what the, what the part one and part two is already. Excellent. You know, I want to thank all of you for your time. The ABOS is accepting applications for the next cohort until March 1st. For, for more information, go to www.abos.org and click on Residence at the top. If you enjoyed this episode of the American Board of Orthopedic Surgery podcast, please subscribe to us on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon, wherever you listen to podcasts so you would know when the next episode is posted. <laughs>